Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome in to the Journey Begins Here podcast, a five-part series looking at the incredible stories of our Vantage Black Sticks women brought to you by SENZ. It's great to be able to speak to Anna Crowley today from Taranaki, who grew up with sporting royalty. It's so great to have you, um, especially only a couple of days before you go overseas, but I've got so much to ask you and so much to talk to you about. Firstly, I want to know more about growing up on a farm in Taranaki. Tell us about your childhood. Yeah, it was awesome. Loved growing up on a farm down there. Um, so we were an organic dairy farm. Um, mum and dad, yeah, ran that or still running it. Um, have two older brothers. And yeah, we were. it was just the dream really. We'd go out with mum and dad, we'd shift the cows and calves and feed out and all that sort of stuff, riff around on the motorbikes and stuff like that. So yeah, it was good. So I imagine aside from the sport, that would have kept you pretty busy. Yeah, definitely. We didn't really spend too much time inside. Like a lot of um, other younger people, they watch like TV and stuff like that and going to school, they're like, oh, did you catch up on this show? And it's like, oh, no, don't, <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. Like we're on the farm doing all sorts of stuff. So yeah. So what would you do on the farm? What was sort of day to day? Um, so definitely in springtime, mum and I would be more feeding the calves and doing all that sort of stuff, whereas the boys would be milking um, and feeding out and all that jazz. And then when they left to go to uni, I was able to step up. I got to learn how to um, drive the tractor and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I was more of dad's sidekick type of thing. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun. Loved it and yeah, wouldn't want it any other way. I imagine with two older brothers, you being the younger sister, things must have been pretty competitive in your yeah. household. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely they were. Um, yeah, we would. I was always the guinea pig on everything. I'm pretty, um, I think, um, and all that sort of jazz. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was good. Good to have a good competitiveness. Um, and tell us a little bit more about your family because you've got a very famous name in Taranaki. We just talked about it, but you live next to the Barretts as well. And between the Crowley and the Barretts, they're synonymous with rugby in the area. So yeah. your household in general, your mum and your dad as well, your aunties and uncles, yeah. things must have been pretty amazing growing up in that community. Yeah, definitely. It was very, very lucky and fortunate to grow up in um, a community like that. Um, mm. We definitely would go from pantry to pantry because the barracks <laughs> just live literally right down the road from us, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, Dad played for the New Zealand Sevens back in the day. Mum um, was uh, played netball for Taranaki um, and Logan plays for Taranaki now and Daniel, he just plays for a good old Coastal Rugby Club. Um, so, yeah, there's a family affair there. Dad, um, he coaches the Coastal and Daniel and Logan both play in it. Um and then, yeah, had the bats down the road, so our backyard <laughs> cricket and rugby games were very competitive. Um, but, no, nah, it was awesome, really cool. So sport yep, is literally lucky. in the blood. Oh, yeah, 100% <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> um, tell us more about hockey. When did you first find hockey? Do you remember what your earliest memories were? Yeah, so I, growing up, I didn't start off playing hockey. Like, I'm the only person in my family that has played hockey. Um, so I was doing, like, netball, rugby, tennis, cricket, basketball, all the other sports, and it wasn't actually until I um, 
was at, I think it was my last year of primary school, and I was staying at Hope Ruffs. She's another player in the team. Um, I went for a sleepover there, and they were short a player, and Carla, her mum, was like, Anna, can you please just fill in? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, love to. And then You'd just... never picked up a hockey stick never, before? No, never in my life had picked up a hockey stick. Um, and then I just fell in love with it. And then it was quite funny because a couple of weeks later, um, there was like a north-south trial, and Carla's like, right, I'm going to take you and Hope to it. And didn't tell my mum. Mum and dad didn't even realise that I had played, like, filled in that game. Um, so I was like, yep, sweet, let's do it. And then it turns out that I actually made the A side for wow. the South team. And then Carla's like, oh, golly, we need to tell your <laughs> mum now. And so back, I think because my granddad, he played, like, he was a goalkeeper for I'm not too sure what team. Um, but back in the day, and he unfortunately passed away when I was four. And um, so Carla kind of used that, like, just think of your dad, he'll be proud of Anna, like, let her play type of thing. And mum and dad were, they were great parents, they let us do whatever we want um, type of thing. So mum and dad were like, yep, sure, that's fine, but now you've got to pick either, do you want to go with hockey or do you want to keep doing all the other sports type of thing? Um, so then I got, it was my first year at Sacred Heart um, Intermediate, and I was doing netball and hockey, and it kind of got a bit too full on because we, it was a 45-minute drive into town and I was a day student at the time. Um, so it got quite a quite full on because I'd leave home around 6.30, wouldn't get home till like 6.30, 7. Um, so then, yeah, they were just like, right, you need to now pick one sport and I just stuck with hockey and have never looked back. So, yeah. So how old were you when you had that chance um, sleepover? It, I must have been about 10, 10 or 11. Uh, probably 10 because then the next year I went to Sacred Heart, so yeah. Would have been 10. So yeah. you and Hope have also been playing together for what, over yes. a decade now? Yep. So we, I met Hope when in kindergarten. Wow. So we've known each other like our whole life, which is pretty special. Pretty that cool. is amazing. Yeah. So literally if it wasn't for a chance sleepover, they had a yeah. spot they mm. needed you to go to. You must have borrowed playing. someone's stick. Yeah, I did. Yep. Shin guards, went and got a mouth guard from the dairy and <laughs> everything like that. So yeah, it was pretty crazy really, like thinking back now. Um, but yeah, really cool. Hockey's a very different sport to the other sports that you were playing. Yeah, what it, like it's definitely. ferocious. <laughs> um, you've got to be so fit. What yeah. was it about hockey that sold you straight away? Um, I think it was more just like all my mates played it. And like when I went to Sacred Heart, like there was such a cool group of us that we went through right through like all intermediate um, and all that stuff together. So it was quite special and we were always together type of thing. So it was definitely more like the friend side of it at the start and then it just got more competitive and then faster and all that sort of stuff. So I think, yeah, definitely at the start was just playing with my friends, having fun and all that stuff. So And now it is still like that, which is really cool. So, so Sacred Heart and Taranaki, um, you were there, so was Hope. Um, is there four of you that are yes. now part of this black stick setup? Um, yeah, so there was Hope and I, we went from Coastal Taranaki to Sacred Heart together and then we met Holly Pearson there, so she's also in the squad. Um, so we met her in, oh yeah, year seven, we met her, so she's a year older than us, she was year eight, so we played in the year seven and eight team together and then right through high school. Um, and then Casey, she came back because they moved overseas and then um, came back for like central district stuff. So that's when Casey joined the Taranaki clan. 
Um, so yeah. That's amazing because like in the past we've heard about the school in Whangarei being like, you know, that's exported how many black yeah. sticks players, men and women, and now Taranaki is obviously a hockey stronghold as well. Yeah, it's really cool. Like we, growing up, we, yeah, just like I said before, we had like a real strong unit of us. Like there was about six or seven of us that just went through all the age groups together. And we had um, Hope's mum, Carla, she coached us right through all school stuff and that um and yeah we were just really lucky to have such a cool strong unit to be able to go as far as we have talk to us about your cousin Casey as well you've mentioned her she's another Crowley and she's also part of this environment what's it been like coming through with family not just friends yeah it's really cool and I think it's even more special because because they did leave when she was eight we didn't really um we weren't as close when they were overseas but when she came back I think she came back in 2017 was her first year back um and like I didn't even realize that she played hockey until she was like I'm gonna come back and play hockey and stuff like that I was like oh cool sweet <laughs> like yay um and then our yeah bond has just grown immensely which is really cool and so special to have her now in the team and be able to go through this journey with her which is yeah it's quite cool and very cool for our family so and you got to debut together? Yeah, that was so special. And we had, so her mum came back from Italy for it as well. So it was really cool to have um, my family, Anisu and that, all in the crowd. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we made them proud. So. Oh, you absolutely <laughs> would have. Um, we always, like, we see the finished product. We see yeah. you when you've made it at the top. But can you tell us about your journey actually getting there? Because yeah. it's never easy, is it? Like, everyone takes their own path and yeah, takes their definitely. own time to get there. What was it like for you? Um, so I... In school, we went through, like, central districts and all that, and it was quite interesting because, like, growing up um, in high school and you've got all your mates that don't play hockey and it's more, like, they're into, like, the party life and going yeah. out and everything like that, and we you had to be quite dedicated to the sport. And I was very, very lucky that all my friends knew how much, like, what my goal was to be able to make the black circuits and stuff like that. So they were very like acceptable of me saying no I'm not going to come out this weekend type thing so I was very lucky to have such supportive friends um so yeah we went through all like central districts and would have to sacrifice training like going out for trainings and because we played for central districts it took us three hours to get to training so we trained in Palmerston North and then sometimes we trained in Hawke's Bay which is a five-hour drive so when it was in Hawke's Bay we'd have to do like the whole weekend so we'd leave Friday night and we wouldn't get back like would get back late Sunday night. Um, so I was pretty full on for at least three of those years. Um, and then I left Sakta and I went down to Palmerston North um, to study. Um, was only there for a year and a half because <laughs> I like the uni lifestyle, not so much the study part, but that's okay. Um, and then Hockey New Zealand decided to like rejig everything. So they got rid of NHL. Um, and then I was talking to Verity and um, Kayla. Two pretty amazing yeah. legends in their own yeah, right. Definitely. So they were, when I was in Palmy, they were more of like my mentor. So I was really lucky to have them down there and kind of like guide me in like a direction that was good for me. Um, so they yeah, were getting rid of NHL and I was like, to the, I went around to, I think it was Kayla's house, we went around for dinner and I said, I don't know what to do. Like I... Love being in Palmy, but I need to move on because obviously Central Districts is not going to be anything anymore. Um, and I was like, what would you recommend? And I wasn't really a fan of moving up to Auckland, big city. Like I come from the NACI, like yeah. off a farm, didn't, not really a city girl. 
Um, and then so she's like, well, there's two options. You can either go to Auckland and you can play in the comp and stuff, but because Auckland's so big, you could potentially get lost in it. So I was like, okay, sweet, cool. And then she's like, well, the other option is you can go down to Christchurch. Um, still real good comp, not as many people. You can be seen type of thing. So I did it. I went down to Christchurch, moved my whole life down there for a year, um, and it was the best decision I've ever made. Um, loved my time down there, played for Marist, and I had two amazing coaches, um, Joe and George, and learnt so much off them. Um, and the end of that year, I was named in the Black Six. So it was pretty crazy. Like it all kind of like I nearly had a mental uh, like a meltdown to mum because I was like mum and dad because I was like I don't know what I'm doing. Like I've finished uni. Like I'm not doing anything with that. Like don't really know what I'm doing yeah. with my life. And then yeah, decided to move down to Christchurch. Everything just fell into place. And then went. We had the Premier Hockey League um, in November, October, or somewhere at the end of the year. Um, and then, yeah, from that, I just enjoyed the hockey, played hockey, and then was fortunate enough to be selected and then had to move my life up to Auckland. So it's been quite a crazy ride. Like, I've lived in quite a few different places, but it's really, yeah, it's pretty cool to, like, I've made my goal. Like, I'm yeah. here now, which is quite cool. So, yeah. Tell us about um, the end of that year in Christchurch, getting called up to the squad. Who was it that called you? Yeah. Um, what was it like? Do you remember? Um, was it an emotional moment for oh, you? Oh, so emotional. I was, yeah, it was very cool. So I was home alone. The other girls, Jenna was at work and Sammy was at uni and I was just cooking, starting to cook dinner um, and my phone went and it was a no caller ID and I was like, oh, do I pick it up? <laughs> Normally I don't pick it up if it's no caller ID. And then I don't even know what happened. I just picked up. I was like, hello, um, Anna speaking. And he's like, and it's Graham. I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> like not expecting him to call me whatsoever. I knew that the contracts were coming out, but I had like – I didn't expect at all that I would ever get selected. That, like, that, my goal was 2022 to be in the Black Six. Like, that was my when I wanted to make it. Um, and then, so when he called me, I was like, oh, yeah, it must be just like a, everyone must be getting this just to say, like, this is where you're at type of thing. So I was like, sweet. And then he's like, um, how are you? And all that jazz. And I was like, yep, good, good. And he's like, well, I'm ringing with some good news. And I was like, oh, cool, sweet. Like, <laughs> that's good. And he's like, so um, I'm selecting you to be in the um, 2021 Black Six women's squad. And I was like, holy hell. I was like, are you actually being serious? And he was like, yes, I'm being serious. Like, you proved yourself. or said all this other stuff. Um, and I was just like, oh, my God. And I, you know, when people say, like, you get selected and you kind of just, you can't remember anything else that they say. That's literally <laughs> happened. And I was like, holy, like, he was saying other stuff, like, enjoy this time with your family. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And there was me just trying to hold in my tears. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, dream come true. Yeah. And then got off the phone and I just burst into tears and FaceTimed mum and dad and they were actually at my auntie and uncle's house for a family dinner. So it was quite cool because everyone was there. And I was FaceTiming mum and on the mum was like, oh, here's Nana. Like, she didn't even say hi or anything first. She's like, oh, I'll pass you to Nana. And Nana was on the phone. And Nana was like, uh, Susan, she's crying. I think <laughs> this is for you. And then mum's like, oh, my God, what's happened? Like, is everything okay? Ruddy, ruddy, rah. And I was like, yep, no, they're happy tears. And she's like, oh, God, Ellen, come here, come here. And, like, Dad's, like, coming over. 
and they went into a spare room and I just told them and I was like, I've just made it into and then they just dad lost it first. So the Crowleys are very oh. emotional. Yeah, the Crowleys are a very emotional family, which is quite funny because you'd think rugby, rugby like tough, yeah. but no, not the case. Um and then, so yeah, they were crying and then mum and dad took it into where everyone else was and was just like, okay, Anna's got some news and then I told everyone. And my brothers were there, um, all of dad's brothers were there. I think it was just Annie Marie that wasn't there. And told them and they just all lost it. Like, Aww. it was so emotional. Like, I've never seen my brothers, like, cry or, like, just be so proud. I was like, oh, my God, this is actually such a cool feeling to be able to say that I've actually achieved what I wanted to achieve so yeah that's like makes me emotional <laughs> thinking about it um but once you get over the emotion of it you celebrate mm. and you actually get into that environment yeah what was that like because oh, I mean you've mentioned so the Charlottes but you would have been coming into this environment you'd yeah. grown up watching these players and you're in there I know uh, honestly I was starstruck I was walking up the stairs <laughs> I was like trying to keep my cool because I was like oh my god there's Stacey Mickelson oh my god there's Eddie like holy heck um, but yeah, walking up the stairs and then everyone was so welcoming. Like they just came and gave you a big hug and like they had no idea who I was. Like I was a little nobody just like coming up to training first time. They probably didn't even know who I was. And then, um, yeah, walked up the stairs and they're like, hi, and I like gave you a big hug and everything and just, yeah, it was so cool. Like you just felt like you were part of the team from day dot, which was really special. And then the nerves kind of just went away and you were able to do what you were there to do. Tell us about a bit more about your debut and what that was like. Co-presented yeah. your uh, singlet and what was the, the match like um, hearing the national anthem for the first time? Yeah, it was very, very special. Um, so we had yeah, our singlet presentation. I'm just trying to think of the lady's name. Helen Clark, that's right. Yep, so Helen Clark, she came. She was a goalie for the Black Six and she came in um, to present them. And it was so special because there was a... Um, big group of us that also made we all made our debut together which was really cool um and so they yeah she came and spoke to us gave presented us the jerseys um and then yeah just warming up it was quite crazy like you had the crowd you had family there but you I was so in the zone that it didn't it just kind of felt like another hockey game which was pretty cool like I had definitely have had nerves there especially like driving to the pitch I was like holy heck like dream come true, I'm about to play for my country, what the hell type of thing. Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, just as soon as you step out on the turf and you start running and getting into the motion, it was quite quite special. And then, um, yeah, running out and singing the national anthem, I would just remember, like, singing it. And then there was a time when, like, the camera was right on me and I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm going to start crying here. Like, I'm like, <laughs> hold it in and then my... I don't even think I was, like, singing properly because I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so terrible, but just keep it in. Um, but, yeah, it was such a special moment and all the girls just really got round you and they were just like, if you stuff up, that's all right. Like, there's ten of us here, to, we're all doing it together type of thing. Like, you're not alone, which was really cool. And they're like, as soon as you get your first touch, you'll be away. So it was actually quite, quite good. And, yeah, I really loved it and just made me want to do it get more games in under my belt and all that. So, yeah, really excited. And now you're about to embark, like, on the most incredible tour. Yeah. You've got a couple of warm-up games. You've got a World Cup to come. You've got Commonwealth Games as well. That's, like, a trip of a lifetime, right? Honestly, so crazy. When the... 
list got sent out because it got sent out by an email and I kind of saw it come through and I was like, oh gosh, like, you know, when you just get sucked getting sweaty, your palms are like sweating and you're just like, oh God, like, this is, do I want to open it? Don't I want to open it? And then anyway, I opened it and just to see my name, I think I was the third one there and I was like, oh, like just a sigh of relief. And then it kind of, all the emotions came back and I was like, oh my God, it just feels like I've just been named in the team again. Like yeah. it was just kind of like that. And then FaceTime, because I wasn't with mum and dad, so I FaceTimed them um, and then they cried again, <laughs> and it was real emotional. The emotional yeah, Crowley's. <laughs> emotional Crowley's cried again. Um, but it was just so cool, and it was like my brothers. It was real special with my brothers. Like we're like a family that, like, yeah, we hug when we see each other, but it's not like long emotional hugs type of thing. So like when I saw that and they gave me that, I was like, oh shoot, like that's actually really special. Like they're actually very proud of me and are stoked for what I'm doing and stuff so it was actually quite cool to see like a vulnerable side to them as well so yeah it was really special. What are you most looking forward to? Uh, winning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so and like just going over there because like no one's seen us play apart from those Aussie series but because we had stuff happen through that like with COVID and all that yeah. obviously we weren't able to get what we wanted to get out of it. Um, so like no one's really seen us at our full potential and I think that's so exciting because we're going over there as people think we're underdogs and all that and it's so cool to think that we're the underdogs because we can just come out and just give it our all and just be like hey we're actually here to compete and to win we're not here to muck around type of thing so well Commonwealth Games I mean you're defending champions where were you in 2018 you probably were still at school when they were winning gold Um, yeah, oh, it was my first year out of school, actually. And, yeah, I think I was down in Palmy. But, like, no, I had no clue or belief that I'd be yeah. here. Like, it's which amazing. Is so cra- it is. It's so crazy. Like, I'm just like, whoa, like, very, very cool. Um, so it's going to be so exciting to be over there. And it's quite cool because we haven't had, like, the pressure of defending it type of thing. Like, the... Yes, like they won it last year, but there's been no like, right, we've got to defend it. This is rah, rah, rah. It's been like, trust the process. Like, this is what we're going to do. This, like, our culture's so good. We're so tight and everything like that. Um, so it's just really exciting to be able to just get out there, get out on the field and, yeah, just showcase what we've been working on. Tell us, what is that culture like within the Black Sticks, the women's side? Is yeah. it like sisters? Is it like friends? What's it? It's honestly, like, this year has been amazing. Like, where Megan and Liv yeah. have, they're just such amazing leaders. And the Megan's, like, the mum of the team. Like, she's just the, how are you? Like, how was home? How's the family? How's mum and dad? Like, I just love it. And then there's Liv that comes in. She's like, right, hockey. But it's so <laughs> good because we need, yeah. like, they just work so well together. And I think it's also, like, there's a lot of us young ones that have been through all the grades together. And, like, we've played so much together that we know, like, connections and all that sort of stuff. And we're actually also quite close off turf as well. Um, so it's actually really special. And, like, having Verity come in, this year she's worked on so much of our culture stuff and with yeah I just feel like we're just everyone's so close like there's no there's no one that's like ahead of everyone else like it feels like we're just all on the same wavelength and 
Yeah, it's really cool. You're making me really excited yeah. to watch your girls play. Um, who's had the biggest influence on you getting to this point, whether it was a coach, your mum or dad? Who's, who's it been? Who's um, been that inspiration, that rock for you? There's been actually quite a lot of people. So growing up, um, hockey, this is hockey-wise, growing up definitely was Carla in that first, like she got me into hockey. Um, your first coach. Yeah, and then Verity, um, Charlene, she was our central coach from 2017, so I played 2017, 2018, um, and we won both of those titles back-to-back, so it was really, really cool. Like, that was such a highlight. Um, and then moving down to Christchurch, Joe and George, like, I learnt so much off them, um, and I'm so grateful. And, yeah, it was really cool. So they've been, like, my hockey... Yeah, they've made me get to where I am today. And then just even, like, having Kayla there as a mentor and, like, teaching me little things that I didn't even think about type of thing. She's like, yep, just, like, position of your stick or running. Like, you don't have to do that extra running. Like, you just need to position yourself here and then you're away type of thing. So that was actually really good. And then off turf definitely would be my family. Like, they've been a massive solid rock. Um, And it's quite cool because... Like, having nearly, like, my whole family be in a high-performance sport, like, they've done it before, it's actually quite cool to go back and ask questions and be like, have you felt like this before and yeah. stuff like that. And, like, it's also been pretty cool to have, like, the barracks just there because we're quite close, so, like, it's good if we did have any... If I did have any questions or stuff like that, like, I could easily just go to them and see what they... Because they're literally high-performance have so many people watching them, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool to have those connections around me and just make everything more comfortable and, yeah, more settled. Yeah, so it's good. What does it mean to be a black stick, do you think? What does Um, it feel like? It's honestly, like, so crazy because I never – like, you always have a dream, like, yeah, I want to play for New Zealand. I want to wear that silver fern. I want to go be in the – like, play in the Olympics, play in the Commonwealth. And to actually, like, do it and, like, you've sacrificed so much your whole life to actually get to this moment. It's actually so special and, like, it still doesn't feel real. Like, it still feels like I'm not there yet, but, like, I'm there, but it's just, like, a pinch myself moment type of thing. Um, But, yeah, it's been, yeah, really cool. Like, loved every minute and I just don't want it to stop. Anna, it's honestly been so amazing sharing just a small part of your journey with you um, from that sleepover and going to your first hockey game to now you're about to go to the World Cup and to the Commonwealth Games. I think everyone will be so excited to see what you can do over the next, who knows, decade or longer in this black shirt. So thank you so much. Awesome. No, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it's been really cool to share my life so far. So yeah, let's hope it keeps going. Thanks for listening to The Journey Begins Here, a five-part podcast series today and a Crowley's inspiring story from a farm in the back blocks of Taranaki to the World Cup. Great to have you joining us. Next week, we catch up with the co-captain of the Vantage Black Sticks, Megan Hull. Subscribe now for free to ensure you don't miss the next episode.